Welcome to Popgram. Yay! Bitches. Good, good. I am impressed. I thought she was going to come the special announcement as part of this. That's good. What is? Oh, really? Look at her popping and locking. I am impressed. Thank you. Oh, she can count. <laughs> you know how I remembered? Because oh. I made that lame joke at the end of the last episode, at the start of the last episode, when she said um, oh, 107 and Park. Mm. So I was like, what comes after seven? I'm not sure. Eight. <laughs> Oh my god, genius is up in the house. I take that. <laughs> I'm Mo, I'm Honey Badger. And I'm Deji. <laughs> like, Molly. <laughs> oh my god, that's such an old joke. We, we need, need to, to stop aging ourselves. I know. We need to stop it. Rate and review. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I am, when should they do it? Do it. Okay. <laughs> Right, um, let's go straight into the music videos we've, we've watched this week. Yep. So we're starting off strong. Kendrick Lamar, Rich Spirit. Yes, yes. So um, I'll, I'll quickly start. I wrote here on my notes, I liked the beats. I thought it was very infectious. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of The weekend. Mm, yeah, okay. Which I thought was very interesting. At least aspects of the beat remind me of we- the weekend. Have you you have heard this album, right? Uh, I've heard Just, the whole album. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, I really liked the choreography. I thought it was yes, it was actually choreographed. Yeah, I... it was very interesting. My impression was that I feel like Kendrick Lamar really, in terms of videos, he seems to put his all into it. Mm. Into the visual, um, at least for definitely for even this for his concerts as well. Yeah. Concerts um, yeah. So as a video, I thought it was it was pretty good. Okay, because I've heard it before in the album, I didn't think much of it. The video, I was impressed. We're just talking about the video. The mm. song is okay, mm. I suppose, but yeah, those, those are my thoughts. Okay, I thought it was a compelling video with the dance uh, with the dancing, and it's quite interesting because I'm seeing a lot of themes in terms of seventies vibes coming through yes. in videos nowadays, and it's quite interesting because it almost feels is that the counterculture to the the noughties vibes that the fashion girlies are into. So then, from a creative That's perspective, true. do they feel okay? Maybe the seventies actually hits more with where they want to be, mm. and then you think about the economic state of the world, and you think is that what is driving that? I don't know. I'm just speculating. Um, the song itself didn't really stir me. Mm. The lyrics I thought were somewhat interesting, mm. but I just thought, meh. Mm. Okay. So the visual mm. killed, the, but the song doesn't match the visual in terms of... It's not of the same strength. Exactly. Yeah, it's not right, as right. strong as the visual. Okay. Um, I like when a good, when choreography hits the song correctly let me try and explain that a bit more what i mean is that i like when the choreography follows the beat of the song mm. that to me makes it more compelling mm. so his jerky movements with each um, um the beat beats and, and, and i was like yeah. wow i just like it when it's seamless mm. when people ride the beat with their dancing yes right. um I didn't think the song was fantastic mm. I, I, but i have to i haven't listened to this album to the end oh um, okay. yes um, but I did. What, sorry, what stopped you? I just, I just stopped and I never went back. Interesting. Which is, which okay, is my fault. I would say. Okay. I don't know. I because I did go out park this and listen okay. to it, but okay. I just never did it back. But I will, because this, because I, I heard the song, and it's always when it, when there's a good visual, sometimes it can really uplift something. Yes, I agree. Mm. And I it agree. uplifted the song for me because I was like, okay. 
this gives it more color sorry just to back you up mm. when you said you listened and you kind of stopped mm. my experience was i listened i forgot mm. i was listening and so because i i feel it was boring me and then there were only some songs that i might have gone oh mm. and then it fades again mm. until i finish the album then mm. i listen to it the second time mm. and the same thing happened mm. and i was like okay this album is not for me I think there was too much conversation about the album at the time. Mm. So I wanted to remove myself ex- from Kendrick Lamar entirely and come back to the album in my own time when things are a bit quieter. Ah, uh, okay. I was so, curious about him because mm. I don't really listen to him. And that's interesting because for me, Kendrick Lamar to me is not... His music is not compelling to me. Mm. It doesn't bring... It doesn't... It's not sweet. Mm. It doesn't drag me in. It almost feels sometimes that the people who wanted early hip-hop you know, with the Nas yes, Lamartic yes, yes, people yes. really like Kendrick Lamar. And then there's the the dregs of the hip-hop genre, which is the, the Drake stream, mm. as far as I'm concerned. For us that like things in the middle, mm. I don't feel that there's enough. Yeah, mm. I agree. I agree. Mm. And, and, and speaking of that, actually, I remember that when I was listening to the album, the last song he did mm. where he raised that video, you know, with the with two of them in the yeah, house. Yeah, himself and the woman. Yes, yeah. yes. So, yeah. basically, oh, I don't remember... The, first, the two tracks before and the two tracks after that was what was pulled me out of my malaise when uh, I was listening then I went back on there again so it just felt I, I, I was really drawn to M95 I don't know why that's the song I listened the, the most to on right, that so album we'll see, there you go. but anyway yeah. Um, yeah okay so we have half our views on that the next video is Wizkid Two Sugar featuring Aristar. right so <laughs> I wrote your first things <laughs> Whiskey's current like <laughs> hairstyle and glasses is just Listen, because I saw in the last video mm-hmm. that you did, and mm-hmm. in this video, and I just go, it makes him look different and icky to me. Icky, but could like, it, okay, god, because it's getting into icks now. Yeah, <laughs> now I think it's more to do with the fact that with a guy, except if you're a Korean pop star, there's not that much you could do to change your image from album to so album, album. yeah you know so because when you think about rihanna and her evolution you know there's a mm. new look but for guys i don't think there's enough flexibility in society for one to be that um creative yeah okay so maybe enough. this is the maybe this is the look of this album yeah yeah <laughs> but it's really swinging your ikiometer it, it just <laughs> it just seems like, what did i Icky. say i said it reminded oh i didn't write it here it reminded me of someone every time i saw him it reminded me of someone like someone from the from you know the I am um, Isley Brothers. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's to that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Reminds me of that look. So anyway, anyway. Um, uh. So uh, for my review last week, this was the one song from the first five tracks in the album that I didn't like. Oh, right. I see. Um, and I and I wrote here. I still stand by it. I don't really like the chorus, particularly the way our um, Aria Star sings it. I just don't. Um, I thought the video was okay. There was very muted colors. It was a little bit bland. It reminded me of lazy American hip hop videos of a certain time. That's kind of how I felt about it. So it's not my favorite track. And it's quite interesting because this is how exactly I feel about Essence. Even though everyone thinks Essence is the <laughs> best in the world from him. Because I was like, this essentially is an Essence ripoff. And it feels to me like they're try- he's trying to like double down on this big hit, which I so get. So. Even this video, in terms of the kind of lackadaisical attitude, it's almost <laughs> like, you know, yeah, let's just 
Let's keep the same vibes in the parts. I know. Like it's like Tam- Tam- Thames, we're going to have like a star. Like yeah. Be and this Thames has more star quality to me than Arya Stark. Oh. Than Arya Stark. And also, I feel... I just felt it was a bit bland and meh. I just don't feel a lot of imagination went into it. It just felt like same old, same old. Yeah. I didn't like the song either, but I wanted to give it a chance because I really like Arya Star. Okay. I really like Bloody Samaritan. Have you heard um, the album yet? Yes. I mean, it's not the strongest album. <laughs> okay. But because I love Bloody Samaritan so much. <laughs> Is Bloody Samaritan on this new album? Yes. Okay, I'm going uh, to listen. I'll give it a listen. I mean, she's she's done another remix. She did, with, remember she did the remix with, with Kelly, Kelly Rowland. I, I mean, I oh, love yes. Kelly. Oh, yes. But oh, yes. it wasn't needed. It was a strong enough song on its own. It didn't need a remix. Um, mm. It's just to say, like, you know, it's just, you know, our kind of we talk about that. Don't kill my vibe. <laughs> or people are trying. It's, it's such a great song. Mm. Um, I think maybe because Aria Star, maybe the reason she doesn't feel compelling to me as mm. an Afrobeats artist is because I feel, and I've got to be frank, I feel that she might be looking at Afrobeats more as a gateway into... Into pop. Yeah, like mm. an American... Because mm. I think her Afrobeats is very Americanized, mm. so it doesn't resonate with mm. me. I, kind okay. of I know that some people may... It may resonate okay. with them. That even Tiwa Savage, or, Tiwa Savage on her worst day, mm. still there's an authenticity in the music to mm. Afrobeats. With Aria, it just feels... She reminds me a bit of Shay Shay, <laughs> where it's almost like... This is almost a way for me to break into the American charts as opposed to this is me having this authentic Take. interpretation okay. of Afrobeat. That's why I think for me, maybe that's why I just don't see it. But... I mean, it could be. As I said, her album isn't strong. I will tell you that. Mm-hmm. I, I heard Bloody Samaritan on a whim okay. when she chased down who sang this. Um, and then thought it was her, and then listened to the album. Thought the album was a bit. Mm-hmm. But I really liked that particular song. Um, okay. I don't think I've, I don't rate anything she's done since done, but I'm hoping yeah, she does something as good. Um, uh, she's growing, so I suppose we give everyone a chance. Though. Yes, give everyone a chance. Like, let's go to this double header, Buster Rhymes. Triple, actually. Triple header. Dear Lord, it is a triple. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> so, um, I apologize. Good. good. I should have watched it and then put it, but I was trying to explain to Honey earlier that. I heard Buster Rhymes releasing a new album. Mm-hmm. I got excited. Mm. Uh, I saw the videos. Mm. I just took all three, posted it in the thingy, then watched it after and I went, oh my God. Let's start, let's start with the beginning. So do you? So do we just want to take on all three individually? Individually. They, de- they, de- yeah, they yeah, deserve yeah. to be individually yeah, tackled. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is Buster Rhymes with Skilly Bang, Bulletproof okay. Skin. You guys go first. So when I say to watch this, I'll say, you, I'll, let me put cons and pros. Pros. He does some good... His flow... Changes up his flow. He mm. does his Buster Rhymes ragged thing, which I really like. I've heard him do in the past, and I love when he does that. Cons. <laughs> this Skilly Bean dude, Skilly Ben. Yep. He's delivering... He, all I could think when I was listening to it and the waves and everything I saw was weak. Mm-hmm. Like, the, I know it was very, very bulletproof skin. It was just reedy. I was mm-hmm. like, what are you saying? <laughs> Say with, with some oomph. Mm. And I didn't like it. Mm. I didn't really like the chorus. I I see what they're trying to mm. do, mm. but it didn't really grab me as a chorus. Mm. Um, the video is just dark. Mm. <laughs> 
people, you know, this skinny bad guy in a car talking with with I know some um, effects of bullets um, bouncing off the windows. It's the video was dry. The best thing was Buster's flow, but the song wasn't that great. You're so mm. nice because for me, I thought it was mediocre. <laughs> Because I was thinking, okay, I love the beat. Um, a few Buster Funny Rhymes is really good with mm-hmm. that. But it just didn't hit. And I just thought the video was the usual. Cars, quad bites, women, and braggadocio. Yes. It's kind of like, come on, dude. a bit cheap. It, yeah, it just felt mm. to me like, it, it felt thoughtless. Mm. It, like, no one, it, not actually not thoughtless, because that's, it, it felt unintentional. Yes. Just let's throw some things in the pot. And see what, see what comes out. Did you? So I wrote it was way too repetitive. Yep. And I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I didn't like the song. And That's okay. okay. It's okay. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. what this is here for. This is what we're here for. So Buster Ryan's Big Daddy Kane, Kong with the Machine, Slap. Honey, you go first. Okay. So I thought to myself, okay, because look, I'll tell you this. Big Daddy Kane. I know. That's why. That's that's why I said and, I, and I was going, okay, okay, tribute to New York, <laughs> old school rappers, you could you know me. I got very excited as well. I was so excited. And I was like, first some 80s and early 90s throwback rapping. I was like, I am ready. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> then I was like, oh, okay. The fashion looks good. I like the tribute yes. to of fashion, Dapadan, you know, with the new Gucci stuff. Yes. Same. I was like, ah, this is dry. <laughs> then I was like, okay, I was like, okay, maybe, maybe it's just me. Maybe Buster, maybe this is Buster stuff. I wish for Big Daddy Kane. I'm excited. I was like, ah, this is gonna be like Rakim or Truth Hurts, Rakim or The Watcher. <laughs> then he starts rapping. And I'm like, okay. And then Big Daddy Kane. Then I was like, okay, I understand you've been out against some time. Maybe we're ready for you to rev up. Did not happen. But what you need to do was drop young people's names. Yes, yes. yes. I was like, oh, you, I see. You know who Burner Boy is. Yeah, fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking, what the hell is going on? Yeah. Then talked about Fetty Wap. I was like, that's 2015. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, okay, dude. I just thought, oh, I was so disappointed. <laughs> but one thing I'll take away is, I love Big Daddy Kane's swag. Yes. Mm-hmm. Big Daddy Kane with the swag. I was yep. like, I'm not watching this for swag. <laughs> I'm watching this to be excited about, you know, old school hip hop again. And it just did not hurt. I, I was just... Ay. She's taking everything and lifting it from my brain. And she's like, except the same thing. Because you know when you're waiting for the beat to drop? Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's coming. It's not coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's not coming. Let me tell you what this reminds me of. You know when we went to... What's that Warner Bros place um, and we got on the harry potter yes two dragons yes yes, no, yes. Yeah, and you know yeah. i love roller coasters <laughs> and i just blinked i was like it's over <laughs> what happened <laughs> that's it <laughs> universal studios harry potter. yeah okay i see okay so what i wrote here was i said okay so big daddy kane outshone everyone yeah right much. from a looks point of view yeah from a little bit of his rap as though i wrote here weak it was better than both of them the other two and i thought to myself this video the concept and the acceptance of video remind me of what nas and jay-z did is that uh when you know that video where they both 
were basically going, okay, we're friends now. And they, they were both, recently. Yes. And yeah, when they were wearing the cigars. The cigars and 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 it sounds like the same video. Yeah. So, okay. Um, so, well. we, we rich old rappers. Yeah. Look at us together. Yeah. That's the Grace. So. King of New York. <laughs> That's what I felt like. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It had the vibes. It mm. had the vibes. Um, How about you? Same. Sorry, old one more thing, oh, and sorry. I like to apologize once more again. <laughs> okay. I have the same thoughts as you. No need to regurgitate them. Same thing. I was disappointed. I thought um, I was expecting greatness, but got a bit of lameness. Yo. But, oh. Uh, Buster, yeah, they need that. that. That's the right, baby. <laughs> I should be there in the studio. Let's punch this up a bit. Exactly. <laughs> Let me go over. Um, and the last thing that we um Buster Rhyme video is um you will never find another me, featuring Major. I want to apologize I think you should start. You profusely should start. for this one. You should start. I was profusely. I'm sorry. because I was actually like I, I was live noting this. As I was watching it. I was like, no, this has to go down in history. But please. <sighs> I think I was, I was, I, okay, I'm trying to, how, how, okay. I think I was quizzical from the start. Me too. Because I was like, okay, is that a CGI baby? <laughs> what is happening And the here? person who was giving birth looked really young. young yes. Mm. And then, oh, that's Major Blige as a nurse. I was like, okay, I think I get what the concept is. But Ayo, it didn't work. Mm. It seemed weird. Mm. Like, oh, I was like, oh, so this kid is going... Because I was like, this kid is going to grow up to be a Buster Rhymes, isn't it? Yes. Okay. But even the person they got as middle-aged Buster, dangerous Buster, with his dread, didn't look like him. No, no, that was CGI. I know. They tried to do CGI. Yeah. But it didn't work. It didn't. And then the song... The song is in the in the ilk of Runaway Love. Yes! <laughs> That's exactly what Ludacris. It was trying to be Runaway Love, but Runaway Love has a sweeter hook. This one, I was like, yes, I can't... Obviously, it's Mary And Ludacris really sold that. Because I do not like that song. But it's like, it's something, something, yeah, 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 bigger. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. 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 everything. Yeah. And yeah. he's rhyming. Yeah. But this was just... Cold, cold world. Yeah, yeah, and then... Mary Jane, run away! Love. Yeah, but... Mm. So, no. It was a no from me. <laughs> I, I thought it, it looked cheap. Mm. It, the, the, the effects were basically really cheap DC effects of a DC show. Mm. It, it really was. Mm. Okay, D- DC just getting strange. I'm sorry. <laughs> Shots fired. But I didn't like it. I didn't think the song was that good either. But I do like Mary J's vocals. Because I haven't put here, Mary, of course, takes it to church. Takes it to church. That's and she was supposed to be his guardian angel. Yes. Supposedly. With the CGI wings that came out at the end. And yes. I was just like, it just looked. Yes. Horrible. Yes. Sorry, honey. Yo, you said it all. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't need to say anything because the way I wrote this, I actually wrote it like I was watching a film. I was like, a baby, very young black woman <laughs> giving birth in hospital, and the baby crawls around the dirty hospital floor. Yuck! And grows from baby to toddler and dresses and runs out of the hospital onto the street and keeps growing and growing. He meets a girl and keeps getting the girls everywhere and keeps growing and changing. Oh, looks to be a growth. <laughs> looks to be the growth and evolution of Buster. That's basically what I wrote there. I was like, hmm, the story I suppose is the birth, life, and aging and death of Buster with Mary as his guardian angel. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I apologize. No, no need to apologize. You've seen the one I've contributed. I contributed my full chest exactly. like it, like it. <laughs> okay, so i wrote here this was very weird 
very bad CGI. I kept asking myself, why? <laughs> oh, why, me lord, why? <laughs> Honestly, I have nothing else to say. You guys said it better than I could. I don't understand who approved. And also who, the fact that the song saw, also wasn't good. But Surprise must mm. have been drunk to have seen the video and went, yes, That's just publish it on my <laughs> YouTube channel. Come on. It was awful. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what's I going think on you should have spent more time working on crafting the songs for this mixtape. By the way, I listened to the mixtape. Oh, and yeah. Because the mixtape is only about really it's just three more songs after this. Mm. I I don't know what he's thinking. I don't know why he released it. His last great album was The Big Bang. It feels yes. I it agree. feels to me no, his last great album was the album that he did with um uh, what do you call those people with um, that producer? Swiss Beats. That was Big Bang. No, no, not Swiss Beats. Pouring no, no, no. rain. With, uh, oh, does it come after? Abstract and the Dragon with um, Q Tip. According to you. Oh, that song was great. He had that great song. Oh, no, no, oh, no, no, song. no, no. The whole album is fantastic. I heard it was amazing. It's yeah, because amazing I listened to it. I know. Okay. I can't. Uh, but I've got, I've got to be honest, I, I'm not really authentic hip hop. No. Mm. Okay. That's, that, I think that's the last Because that's good the one that. Just thank you on it, right? Yeah, yeah. I love fantastic. thank you. Yeah, thank you with Q-tip. Yeah. Uh, well, everything's with Q-tip. Um, but, yeah, I, 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 it feels like he lost some money. He maybe did some, you know, what I call that guy who swabbed um, Kira Segwe's husband. Oh, um, oh, God. <laughs> uh, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, you think it's a tax thing? No, it's not, it's not a tax thing. He was working during COVID. When people were... T- don't you remember? He was doing concerts. Oh yes, he was. Yes, so it's not a money thing. I mean, he might be, but he's. No, why would he release? This is just this? shoddy work that has been just submitted, and you're like, "What is this? Your name can." Oh, this take is you just so fulfilling maybe a contract. Mm. But you know, an it, album contract. It's that thing that we talk about sometimes. That if you're really good at your job, and you're getting older, and you've not really, so imagine you've hit your peak and you're amazing at your job. And you don't really push yourself, mm. but you're still better than a lot of these mm. young pretenders mm. nowadays. But you just did something. So you decide you want to do something because Maybe you're bored. Because you just feel it's, like it's a project. Mm. I might as well do something. But, yeah. but I think it punishes you, you know, it dilutes you. It does. It, it really dilutes your legacy. Yeah. yeah. Because speak, I'll just on just because you mentioned mixtape because you heard that Sweetie's mixtape came out. Oh, and only no. two thousand people, mm-hmm. only two thousand people bought. So two thousand copies were sold. Is it that bad? So first, some people were saying that oh, it's because it wasn't promoted that yes. much, this, that, and the other. But Sweetie's not a rapper. Sweetie's a personality, and I think let's not try and force people into categories. I know that her record label will be going, oh well, she does music and things like that. But I think even Sweetie herself would admit that this is this is um, this is an alley <laughs> to something bigger for her. I don't think music is. Her she calls herself a rapper. Death. Yes. And she says she's not a pretty she's not just a pretty face. So she's not then an influencer who raps. She she feels more like an influencer to me. And I think she maybe this is the feedback she needs for her to I think so. reframe mm. what <laughs> she is. Because Hitmaker made the argument that honey talked about ages ago when he said, huh, she has I don't know. 15 million followers, let's say mm. it's in the millions, mm. but not Kotobe, mm. but it's not mother, it's not up to um, Selena Gomez. Gomez. So let's say 15 million. 15 million thingy, she gets, you know, at least 10,000 likes on photos. How she sold only 2,000 copies? And I was like, 
engagement does not mean <laughs> someone's going to take money out of that pocket. And also how they view you. And they don't view own. you as oh you're a singer. They're not interested. Exactly, in that. exactly. because uh, if she knows that if she was going to eat some rubbish that she concocts on her channel, mm. and McDonald's wants to sell that, tons of people will go to mm. go try mm. that. Try it, yeah. So I think she needs to understand that that's not her. That's not really her lane. And it's a mixtape. So same as Buster Rhymes. Maybe it's mm. just something they want to just get out. Mm. Some yayas mm. wanted to get out. Because first I was going to clown her, but I was like, but everyone knows that Sweetie is not. Rapper. So I was going, let's not. I, I can't clown her because everyone has been saying this. So mm. the fact that her record label decided they're going to invest money in her music career, I think... She had singles that did very well. So I'll say that. Yeah, but... Is it did they do well or were they did they take on a life of their own because they were on TikTok and people were doing dances to them? Um, they did well. I mean, I'll say I'll say best friend. That was primarily Doja. That's Doja's work. That's Doja. Um, the even the performance one, of it, where yes. we see the practice just just basically mined and walked. <laughs> but yeah, when you mentioned mixed memory, sweetie. Next video, Ruga. Red, Red flags. flags. I like his hair. <laughs> just a little bit of a, a a thing that I discovered about Sweetie. Mm. She's she has very famous uh, relatives. Oh yeah, yeah. So her cousin is Gabriel Union, yeah. and her uncle is MC Hammer. Yes. Which I thought was very interesting. Mm. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, Ruga, so. red flags. Red flags. I liked the song. I didn't think it was. I thought it was. Hmm. Like, not like it, like it. It wasn't bad. <laughs> I'm not going to download it, but I thought it wasn't bad. And I thought the subject matter was a bit, was not funny, but it's interesting to hear guys say that. <laughs> I'm the red flag. <laughs> I'm the red flag. You know? Um, it was okay. I found it interesting to watch. So I'm going to tell you this. So I split it into the, vid- the visuals mm-hmm. and the song. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, man with several ladies, possibly channeling SK. I kid, I kid. <laughs> Love is blind. From Love is blind. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I said, I like the aesthetic mm-hmm. in terms of, you know, the look and everything. Mm-hmm. Particularly when you think about the fact that this was a well-shot London-based video. Yes. Because you know we can't do videos the way London the Americans do. Yeah. But I, I also put, I like the pre-chorus and the chorus. Mm. So I, enjoy, I think it's enjoyable and simple. A bit like fast food. But okay. then, but I said, for the takeaways... Ladies, stop fighting over these men. I know. Leave these men alone. alone. You will find your own. <laughs> That's the my own. Well, why are you fighting over this dude? But the fact is, I just found that it was kind of like disposable, poppy. Oh, yes. Yeah. And I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I will move. But yeah, so did you want your That's interesting. Uh-huh. So the video, yeah, I thought it was very well made as much as i thought i didn't america i didn't uk it was mm. i mean chicken cottage you know no, that was no 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 i i could tell that when you came yeah. later but oh, in the okay. beginning i wasn't yeah, sure. sure that's how mm. good i thought the, the the color grading and everything was <laughs> i found the lyrics ab- abhorrent i like i ah. really hate the song oh yes i can right or rather i really dislike the song mm. i just it, I, I felt it was evident throughout the video, right from, especially in the end, that he seems to take glee at girls fighting over him. Oh, he's a moron. Though. And I have to say, <laughs> you know, I didn't say from the, the the more humorous side that you guys are mm. portraying. I didn't see it that way. Okay. It, it felt because the song is a very good song, and 
I started to listen to what he was saying. I was like, ooh, it, it felt very um, toxic. Mm. Like what he was saying. Toxic rem- masculinity. Yeah, it reminds me of, you know, those things. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I didn't like the, the message a lot. But isn't it interesting though? And it was, it was delivered in this very accessible way. way. That's yeah. why I didn't like it. I have a feeling okay. that, okay, so there's two points to it. I have a feeling that because we're sensitized to the incel culture at the moment, so it's almost like, oh my God, nothing that's going to actually, um, um, I suppose, amplify the message at the moment. But I look at it in the other fact, in terms of take responsibility for your decisions. If there's a guy who's a red flag, don't go with him. him. Yeah, yeah, no. That basically, you can't, you can't shift gears and go, oh, I think I was going to change him. I think this is a perfect example to actually s- explain to the ladies. Mm-hmm. If it's a, if you say a red flag, don't go for it. Right. Yeah. I and agree. It, particularly if he's a self-certified, <laughs> mm-hmm. red it's flag within, red flag. He's already told he's a red flag. I, I think that's... I think you're right. I also think that the way it is written is... Not from a human point of view. Mm. I think it's actually very because if you listen to it, it wasn't like he was he was clowning around saying that you know I'm red flag, I'm dangerous. The way he sang it, mm. he sang it like a straight R and B, and he said problematic things in the song mm. that I thought, mm. wow, yeah. Listen to the lyrics mm. because oh, when, I said, when I said I was like, oh god, I it, I was uncomfortable. But you know what also shows me Put as well way. in terms of. It's something someone says, if he'll show you who they are. Mm. Because to me, I take it mm. in, in terms of problematic, yes, yes, yes. But if you know someone's problematic and you've decided, oh, this is the hill you're going to die in, then you're going to have to take the consequences. Yes, I, I, I agree. So that's agree. one part I saw. Yeah. Another part I also saw is um, the discourse I see online in terms of, well, some women will put up with some things because the quality out there mm-hmm. in terms of partnering, yeah. particularly if a heterosexual... Mm may not be hitting so there's some red flags you may accept just because you're going well i have to be partnered mm. that's also another choice to be made mm. but understand where you're coming from i understand where you're coming from it's i guess i look at it but like, i'll still pop my boot <laughs> no, to it i'm gonna be honest that's how i saw it though. no which is fair which the is moron. fair moron and i thought it was mm. like oh if you are going to actually attach yourself to that you're a moron too so that's why i think i found the humor and also the reason mm. is because we're old enough to i remember i was dancing in the club with two bitches and hoes and I was going, I'm not the bitch, I'm not the hoe. So now I'm going, okay. At least you don't call those bitches a hoes anymore, you mm-hmm. see? But you know I'm going to call you a bitch and a hoe. <laughs> if I, have I think, to. I think. So I, that's just me. I think with some of these videos mm. as well, because I also started to occasionally glance at comments. Mm. The way I was, I was thinking, oh, someone's going to say something about the lyrics no. in the comments. Everyone was like, oh, it's fantastic. Is that mm-hmm. me? And I was like, Ooh. YouTube comments are not the. Mm. They're not the arbiter of what's. The, yeah. The avr- well, the critical thinking yeah, exactly for most people in the UK. Okay. But yeah, it okay. is problematic. Mm. It is. I agree. <laughs> mm? uh, Megan Trainer. I made you look. I made you look. Okay, I... So I'm just going to say something. I was the one who proposed this. This is revenge for Luna Moth. <laughs> yes. You noticed that I didn't I didn't raise this two weeks ago when it came mm. out. Yes, even I even I saw it as well. And I'm this like, is no. revenge for Luna Moth. <laughs> but also but also because I didn't want it to seem like we're old people who do not know what the youth are doing because this mm. is taking a life taking on a life yeah, of its own mm. on TikTok. And I even saw Pen Bagley doing the TikTok dance to this. Yeah, and I was like, okay, we shall talk about it. Mm-hmm. So just just to put it out there, and I am not apologizing. 
Um, so, so, go on. You, uh, not my kind of music. Now you cover cake. <laughs> the video was cheesy and deceptively cheap. Oh, did you see the um, amazing um, PPL of that Korean uh, makeup thing? Or maybe you don't watch as much Korean dramas no, as I no, do. No. So there's this highlighter thing that mm. I always see the women in K dramas do. Like they do when they touch their face. She basically did it in the video and then she had the actual product as well. Mm. It's called Kohai or something. But ah. it was there. It's the first time I've seen it in a Western and production. Video. Oh, and I was like, wow, that's money. Okay, interesting. <laughs> but, yeah. mm. um, and the choice of camera lenses, it reminded me of a soap opera. Yes. Like it was very. Vaseline around the edges. It was a very interesting production and very cheesy, sweet, saccharine. Saccharine. Mm, I, I, I agree. I didn't like it. And I have to say, I my point was, yeah, Megan Trainer. I, because has she been doing videos like this or is this just my head? No, no, because I actually put very, very colorful as she's known to do. Dude, she does colorful stuff. Yeah, she. It's always mega glossy, mega, mega yeah, sharp, like, oh, yeah, the, mega post produced, redness searing mm. color, right? And I noticed there was a lot of face tuning What's for that her. Face tuning that didn't look like the Thank face you. that I that, saw. That's what, no, you know what I thought. I thought that she might have lost. I think she lost weight. I know, but the look, it didn't look... You know when we're talking about bad CGI? I felt that there was something being done post-production to her face. Or maybe, it, or maybe it, it was the makeup. No, you're right. That wasn't consistent. Yes, it felt like... Yeah, because I think there's some post-additional processing. It did right. feel that way. Um, but, I mean, that's... Look at the But it was, it was weird. It, it, it was... A video by committee is how I felt. Ah. Okay, okay. Because there were a lot of things to attract... The younger generation okay and I, yeah. I, I even have yeah. so many youtube famous people youtube famous people oh, oh, cameos her husband is in the video as well oh, okay. for you people that read people magazine they're like oh it's a husband from spy kids he was in the video a couple right. of times right you know as well right. um she has to say had youtube people in there had a couple of tiktok what people. was the dude the director dude is it so is a tiktok guy because you know he said oh you have to do this again mm. you know she released the video mm-hmm. of that as well Yes, that what he, he when he said you have to do it again. That bit she released the second video. Mm. Oh, and both these two videos are trending <laughs> on YouTube, and I was right. like, her team are fantastic. But they right. they <laughs> the thing on the post, Post. and mm-hmm. also in terms of the song, I was like, it's um it's mega produced. It's but it's an earworm. It's, it is. it's very reminiscent to me of all about that bass. It's With but this, that's yeah. her DNA. And yes. the song, I was like, the song is also very apropos of the current state we're in, you mm. know, of a consumption of luxury yeah. during a cost yeah. of living crisis. Mm. Yeah. And it just felt the fact that I made you look at me, mm. and you know, my Gucci, my Louis Vuitton, my this, my that. But also, even if I was wearing tracksuit bottoms, mm. I still made you look. Mm. And it's kind of like it just felt very of the moment. Like, go check me out on um, Instagram. You're looking at what I'm doing. I am compelling to you, aren't I? Are you not entertained? <laughs> All that kind of stuff. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Just, yeah. But I've got to say, it's an earworm. I can see mm. it hanging around for some time. I, because I, when I first heard it, I was like, yeah, it's very Megan Trainer. My favorite Megan Trainer song is, um, oh God, what's it called again? 
Dun, 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 that that is that I, I can I forgotten what it's called, but that is my favorite Megan Trainor song. That song. So I was like, okay, it's kind of her style, but I don't really like it. It's too doo-woppy for me. That, but that's the thing. But that is doo-woppy. She's very doo-woppy. So but sometimes she leans to pop, pop, or she leans to like a different. But it's doo-woppy pop. The song is called "If I Were You." I wanna be me, me too. too. That's the song I really like by her. And yes, it's a bit, but it's. But have you noticed that it's very supposedly it's very much about aesthetic. I'm hot. I'm some of her songs. Yeah, like, but I want to be yeah. me too. I've, I'm all about that bass. I made you look. It's like I'm. Yeah, fabulous. my name is No. My <laughs> name is No. No, the guy tries to get her number. That mm-hmm. song as well. But I think she does love songs like that because of people to say she's not what a pop star is meant to look like or blah blah blah. Mm. She's got a lot of shit for her looks. So she does a lot of songs that are quite self, you know, loving, self aggrandizing, whatever. But the song is an earworm. I heard it twice on Instagram and it was in my brain all day. <laughs> so she has a hit on her hands and mm. she hasn't been she took time off to have a baby and all that and she's I know she oh, tried she, she a couple did. of times. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Tried a couple of times to get a couple of songs Respect. off and it just didn't work, but she's struggled with this one, so good for her. Okay. Yeah, anything further? Nothing no. else for okay, me. Okay, let's go to the next one, shall we? The next one. <laughs> No, it's gigs featuring CJ. What was that you say after that? Talking the hardest. Oh, that is why. Did you hear that guy? The hype guy was the same hype guy. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. He it's said really... he said the same thing. Huh. And I was like, yeah. it's him. He said it in the <laughs> it's him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not. Oh, did he have a meme? I know him. Yeah. Because I said, I don't know what this song is about, but talking the hardest was a moment. It so was... I had to see what's what new stuff gigs was doing. Because I was like, what's talking the hardest? I said, the guy who did talking the hardest, anytime Geeks comes out with something, I'm like, okay, let me look. What's this guy doing since he was talking the hardest? So do you want to go then? Okay, so I was like, very gritty video with us. Ah, How I would describe this video. (laughs) Too gritty. And I said, I have got to say, I don't know what the Korox lyrics says, but about to bust move. (laughs) Honestly. Honestly. Because I was like, oh my God, my inner ghetto girl. Then I was like, Gig's rap lyrics are something else. Why does he feel the need to tell us that he's not impotent? Yes! He would say some stuff, I'm like, sorry, what? He He's weird. Now, the thing for me was, <laughs> I felt the the video was, it was like, I felt a bit of that swirly French Montana mm. type with the kids. But oh, then they, yes, yeah. yes. But then I'm going with the grit as well. So I was like, I, I've got to say, I felt a bit sorry for the women in the video because I thought... This doesn't look safe. There are too many jagudas around. Thank you. That is what I felt. And I also thought, okay, so you take wholesome juxtaposition of kids having fun with then almost like exploitative <laughs> twerkiness of women that, you know, I hope people are having a good time, but I wasn't very comfortable with the video because I was going, hmm. Okay, so you you basically... So you I just everything I yeah. I mean, I would swear they played the song, but knowing the video, I'm going, I don't know. I just... <laughs> Did I just contribute to some exploitation? <laughs> Do you know my problem with gigs? Each time I I forget how good he is. No, no, you mean he's dangerous. Ha, I forget I, how I, I, when you say is. dangerous, that is the definition of a dangerous man. Because he, I feel I always feel like, okay, yeah, he's this little said, oh, he's talking the shit, but I'm going, this could just turn <laughs> at any point. And because I remember the first time I saw, because we is we were listening mm. to talking the hardest. The first time I saw the video, I was like, "This is <laughs> ah, this is a gang." It is. <laughs> These are not just boys yeah. walking in the street. It is a gang. What? 
when I saw the video, I was like, this I was like, because it may have something in the hardest. Oh, it's got the Bacardi. When I saw it, I was like, oh, okay. This because in my middle class, like, like, this is almost like, okay, this is the hardest. You know when people go, oh, yes, you're black, so you must know hip-hop. I, then you're trying to come on, yeah, I know me hip-hop, blah, 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 blah. In your middle class or upper middle class, like, pretending you know the streets, when you know fuck all about the streets. And then you see someone on video, like, mm, those are the streets. <laughs> those are the streets. Oh, yeah. So this made me uncomfortable. I was just like, ah, I don't know, this is a bit too... <laughs> Honey, you, 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 you... So you took, let, me, let me even yeah. tell you what I wrote. I wrote, mm-hmm. TJ's chorus was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, I, I I enjoyed it. The video was a little bit too Jamaica hardcore. I presume they, I assume they were in Jamaica or some of the or one of the islands. The video was basically half the girls shaking their bums and the dudes stunting for the camera. That's it. That was the video. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and I just felt there was an air of danger. <laughs> <laughs> there, there was an air that things could turn like anytime. Yeah. <laughs> anytime. That was Whoa. It. So the guy is is. He's he's not he's very hard to define. Yeah, because he seems because this is a guy who actually talked about you know when he did this other video mm. with um a, a small person I'm talking about oh like he flung some poo <laughs> yes, yes yes and I'm like okay your lyrics seem very infantile and juvenile yeah but I know you about that life yeah. yes so yeah I don't know yeah that's why <laughs> that's why why Wiley when Wiley pretends to see his heart I'm like no. <laughs> Wiley is a cartoon. Yes, <laughs> compared to this guy, <laughs> I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. Well, that air of danger, Tibor, forgive me. I think you need to start this one. Okay, so honey introduced me to Boa ages ago when she wanted to eat us up. That was my ringtone for a while. I know. Honey was obsessed. <laughs> and we became obsessed by the fact that. Yep. And it was, a, I remember it was her, that's when her, she was doing like a, a push to America. Mm. It didn't quite work out, mm. but she got to TRL. Yeah, but, but I remember that the video that I made for America, they did it very like, it's very like this um, stereotypical Asian obsession type video yeah. where she was going, oh, eat. It, when I was like, this girl was hip hop busting and dancing for the, for the K-pop videos. Because you said that they should have just released that exactly. video. Exactly. I, I really don't like the way Asian women, particularly um, East Asian women, are stereotyped to be like, okay, they can't be hard, yes. they can't be hip hop, they can't have swag. Exactly. Look, mm. but mm. she is a very, very like she's she's a she has a large discography in in K pop. She's like there, I don't know, a a, a much more successful Sierra. <laughs> yes. No. Yeah. Yes. yes. Basically, um, so she's like the lady of SM is what they call her. SM is her record label. So this is she's been doing like variety work for a while, just basically making money. And so it's released an album, and I was like, oh my god, it's a new Boa song, so I had to share it. Um, <laughs> I like it. I think it has put. I think the chorus is good. Mm-hmm. What I guess I do not like is aspects of the video. The dancing part, the main bit with this in this black outfit, kind of put me off because yeah, I was like, yeah. "What is she wearing?" <laughs> yep, yep, yep. I agree. What is this? Mm. You can style her better than this because the second bit where she's like in the black she dress, very small. she looked amazing. Right in the main one. As yeah, well. I and just bit, it kind like, of fragile. just made me go, mm, "She could be styled better." Because mm. what the hell? This is Bora. But the second bit where she's like in the dress, the red room, I thought all that was fine. That looked good. But I didn't like the verses, but I liked the chorus of the of the song. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Maybe because it just felt it felt fuller. So for me, I think I was confused. I'll tell you why. <laughs> why were you confused? So first, I was like, oh, artsy at the very beginning, <laughs> oh, black and white, and then I was like, oh, they're rock, okay. <laughs> and then R and B, I was like, okay. Then some soaring pop, and then hip hop. I was like, okay, I am confused. Look, that's the thing in the studio. Yes. So. <laughs> The music to me, I was like, okay, you, you, you're just dragging me for billet post. <laughs> then I'm thinking about then the video as well, because the video was also trying to show the elements of the different genres. Yes. And it just didn't work for me. And yes, when you said fragile, and I think this is what is interesting to me, because I think I've moved away from when I was younger and the imagery was very European white female ideal, which was about being really skinny. Mm. And when I was younger, I thought, oh my God, being skinny. But because we've had maybe, what, 15 to 20 years of a different body type. Mm. So when I see those body types I used to see then, they they remind me of fragility, but not in a female form, but Mm. in terms of a lack of strength, Yes. Mm. in terms of weakness. Yes. Mm. It doesn't feel to me how it was when we were growing up, when it's kind of like, oh yes, I too want to be all skinny. Mm. Now it feels to me like, oh. Lack of of energy. are, are we okay? Yeah. Mm. Oh, so Energy. that's the thing to me. So to me, for someone who's as energetic in terms of the dancing and everything, it just didn't come across. It felt weaker. It mm. didn't feel like she was in charge of it. And because of that, she also disappeared amongst all the dancers. Oh, yeah, you didn't yeah. see her as the star that mm. she was. And I just felt that the video also seemed very generic. Oh. Because after you'd seen Blackpink. Yes. And the money they spent on Blackpink. That's why I was like, so I was, was going... Rubbish. What the heck? But I was like, okay, but if I'm not going to have the gloss, you know, Huna and this, yes. you know that, are they called red or something? I forgot. Red velvet. Red velvet. They didn't have money for their videos, but they had that compelling magnetic, mm. um, because Huna as well, that's that crazy one mm, that they did yes. as well. So I was going, okay, if you don't have the money for the gloss of black pink, but you can always have the swag of red velvet mm. without the money. But it just felt in this particular, they didn't know what to do. I don't think they know what to do with her anymore as an artist, or maybe she herself doesn't know what she wants to be as an artist. And I put it there and I decided, I'm just going to say it. I don't think she's ever going to top eat you up. I don't, I just don't feel, because I don't think she's in that same headspace any longer. Mm. And I felt disappointed because I was really, really excited because I was like, I'm boa. So that when she started with the artist, I was like, okay, I'm going to get some stuff here. Mm. Something new, something different. And Oof, no, I didn't. Yeah, I, disappointed. I, I largely, yeah. I completely agree. You guys yeah. kind of, I, I don't think I have anything add, more to add. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you. That's okay. Great. Because whenever a star disappears into the back end dancers, mm-hmm. I'm like, Ooh. that's I, I think where your styling stuff is coming yeah, from. Yeah. Because even when, because when you even think about um single ladies, oh, Beyonce, yes. there are three women there. Mm-hmm. They're wearing basically the same outfit, the same hairstyle and everything, but they did some things to actually make Beyonce stand, stand out. out. Yeah, she had with her, more, with her yeah, hand, with the hand the thing. Yeah, I agree. You with know, you. stuff like when that. When you do something to, it's almost like um, you know, in, you know, in in graphic design where you you almost do a shadow background on the person, so they lift exactly. Away. Mm. They didn't so they're more three dimensional, mm. yeah. but she felt very two dimensional. Mm. Oh, that's good. Yeah, she did. This is she was a bit just flat. Yeah, I really like her. Okay, Lil Uzi verse. <laughs> I just want to rap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just want to rap. Rap, rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, I was yeah. confused by the video. <laughs> confused? I think that is what they're going for. I was confused because, you know, at first, I said I didn't want to watch it because I don't like Lil Uzi verse. Mm-hmm. The honey ripped me a new one. Then I said, okay, I'm going to watch it. I watched it and I was confused. It felt like it was a stunt. Was it a stunt? Because it felt like he... 
he he went onto the streets, maybe without a permit. Actually, recorded a video. People came. I don't understand what happened. Basically, I don't get what happened in the video. Can you explain to me what the video is about? I don't either. I think that is it a I real think, video. I, yeah, it is a real video. I actually think, and this might be controversial. This is one of the most interesting, one of the most interesting hip hop videos I've seen in a while. Yes, I felt that way too. Yeah, yes, but I felt like it just did it like a mob no, thing. No, I won't lie to you. Yes. The energy was yes, there. Yes, I watched it to the end. Yeah, but I was. But it was, only, but it was short. But it was short. Yeah, it was two minutes. Two, two minutes. But I was confused because at first it starts like a video. Yes, and then halfway through, it felt like, like someone just decided. Yeah, I'm just going to leave yeah. the studio. Sing go outside. Out to the yeah, yeah. And people came. And people came. Yeah, he put it on social media. People came. Were those real fucking cops? I don't understand what happened. I don't know how many of the cops were real, but it was true that he had a gorilla show just outside and people showed up. They just were there to film it. That's why I think it's good because it's a cheap video. But the way they filmed it, even for the the little the, the, the slow motions and the way mm. you know the the camera angles, it just it had a lot of energy. That's what I thought. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, you know, the, and I thought, okay, they really the, the director of this this thing knew was like, I know mm. how I'm going to capture, you know, yes. yeah, capture the song. It, yeah. I I thought it was I thought it was really good. Don't like so, the song. Okay, so let me say what because okay, so when I think about the video, I thought to myself, this is what the kids are doing now. <laughs> And also is the fact that when you're looking at the video, I'll come to the song later. It's they're going, how can we ensure that this is a moment? Because everyone now wants to create a moment. Mm. But how do we also make the people so it's almost like social media 3.0? Yes. Mm. Now yes. you're part of the of video. The video yes. And then you're gonna share the video so people can see that you are part of the video. And oh, it's a good enough video that it's straddling the traditional to this new yes. yeah yeah i should say exactly what honey said i should say as well as context that the, the song was had a life of its own on tiktok because people were doing a dance to that mm. as one of rock another thing he did mm. yeah because mm. i was yes. like the dancing is so interesting to yeah me. and the, the like, movement is so fast yes. yeah because someone made it up obviously on tiktok and he did his own version of it then it basically just took a life on his own because so because because it felt that. it felt to me like when like because it's about two minutes for the something seconds mm. so it's almost like two minutes or maybe just under two minutes of the song was just the i just want to rock like like that's why yeah, and, I was that, and that's damn i was like okay because I was <laughs> that's why i was confused because i was like okay it doesn't feel like a song because either. i said there was no rapping i'm yeah. not sure what this genre is supposed to be that's the first thing because i'm like this is not hip-hop i don't know what the genre is i was like the dancing was interesting um the beat i wouldn't call it a beat because i was like i don't know am i being disrespectful to actual beats if i call this a beat because <laughs> i don't know yeah it is but it it, it it's something really ephemeral no, it, no, it's it, like, it, it felt, felt to me like it's a feeling as like someone's trying to capture a feeling that's supposed to trying to capture music it, it, i don't know how to explain it but when i listened to it i was like okay it's almost like you know when you're playing a video game mm. and it is you're doing something ama- amazing in the video game and it's a feeling that you're capturing in terms of fuck yeah mm-hmm. that's what i felt because mm-hmm. yes. it kept going up because i it, to me the music kept building building like, to a climax and i'm like so i'm going okay are you trying to capture because this to me isn't music well i suppose it's a musical interpretation of a feeling it's that's like a what i was getting it's like the code was to tell me that this is 
just to energize you. Yeah, yes. that's how I felt. And even the video itself was, let me it's capture that. It's like some trying to bottle energy. energy. I don't know. But I was saying, um, so that's why I didn't know if I could call it a beat. And going, I might be disrespectful that actual beat. I was like, I'm not sure what I saw. That scene was epic and energetic. I'm not going to lie, but damn though. <laughs> yeah, that's what I put. You know what? In respect to what you said, to me, it felt like um, an extended breakdown. Mm. I think that's what he did. Like, that's why I said, I don't think it almost felt like, okay, this is how I think, this is how I describe it. I am a rapper. I'm going to lay down some tracks. I decided I don't want to rap. Okay. I like the song. It seemed like a breakdown. I'm just gonna go out on the streets and dance, and people just turn. Should up. I posit something for both of like. And maybe some '90s babies will know this as well. Is this the rap version of Blur's song two? Woo! Yes, yes. Yeah, that, yes. That, 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 song two did not make woo-hoo. any fucking yes, sense. Yes, 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 yes. But it was yes. If <laughs> it yes. it's like song two, it, it's like um, Rock Wilder. Yeah, from from Eminem and Redman, where it was just one minute. Not Eminem, Redman and Method Man, where it was just one minute. of So yeah, you're right. It's one of it those. Was, it's, it's. I think there is space as long as it has to be good. That's the thing. Yes. If you're going to do something like this, yeah, yeah, it has to capture you some sort of way. If not, it's bullshit. Mm. So yeah. I think it passes the mark for me of okay, this is unusual. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I agree, I agree But not everyone can attempt this Yes, and not everyone will get it And and also, again, apologies Particularly to Honey, I'm glad I watched it Because It felt like a moment. I don't like Little little Easy Vert But he's a musician And I have to say Whatever that little thing was Is something and that director's go-go places. I'm saying it now. <laughs> because I'm sorry. Was it the director or was it his... I, mean, I, don't, know, I don't know. I don't know. I've talked more about it. People are talking about the video. But I haven't... That... Because I, I just made the note. I just was like, oh, he put his name on his director. So I'm like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And actually, I was like, okay. <laughs> that was interesting. Interesting. But I just thought it was one of the most... It's a very different video. It's I've different. Seen. It felt compelling. It just yeah. felt to me like, Okay. okay. I, and I don't, and the fact is, you can actually say it's, you can't put it in a genre. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. It, it's, it, it's on its own. Uncategorizable. Mm. I, I was expecting something else, and I got, <laughs> that's what confused me. And I was like, what is going on here? Because so when, yeah. when you said, I was also confused, I was like, thank God, because I watched that video, I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm not I was sure prepared to hate it, and I was like, ah. What is going on? It's I want to watch it again. It's interesting. It's interesting. I don't really understand. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know what you did there. And our last mission, which only caused <laughs> Now you know what? This was my favorite video. Ah, Tink. Yeah, Switch. Tink. I actually liked it a lot. And I think I liked it because I felt that I felt that she was genuine i i liked her energy the singing i don't know who she is r&b r&b it felt <laughs> but like who is she who is tink she's, she's been new, this girl has been grinding, grinding for quite a some while time. yeah she has okay been. she it, has been it was it was good i it, liked it it felt like a song you know when we were talking about shanti recently yes 
If that dentist was Ashanti was trying, trying to, to do, okay, right, you know, yes. you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's about someone who's done her wrong, yeah. he's like an idiot. Basically, the I can switch up on you, yeah, yeah. I just I liked it, it was very RB, yeah, yeah, and it, her voices were also quite nice, yeah. so it was very, you know, melodious. I yeah. thought, um, I, I think, having, I think watching it after no <laughs> breath was good. <laughs> Yeah. It was actually good because it's like Lil Vert kind of re- Lil Izzy Vert, whatever his song is, he it, it was like um when you reset yes. the palette after you've watched some stuff because remember boy all those ones disappointed us <laughs> so when you watch that you're like oh okay <laughs> then that was pretty for Tink I was yeah. like oh okay it was the last two that yeah. I gave Honey Hell for was actually the best yes. of the bunch I think yes. so for the Tink one mm. I so let me talk about the visuals first yes. I thought this is very Beyonce inspired yeah you oh, know yes because yes. um, was it in self-titled mm-hmm. exactly mm-hmm. I was like okay mm-hmm. interesting and then I also put elements of an Ashanti video that I've seen before you know when Ashanti comes out of the truck where there's you know it's back in the day yeah and I was like okay that's interesting in terms of I could for the visuals she's going I'm the star here, but it's not that much money. Not a lot of money, money was spent, was spent yeah. but yeah. it was creatively shot. Yes, mm-hmm. and also there's the bath stuff with you know mm-hmm. Rihanna. Uh, by the way, her fashion, like you know those shoes. Yeah, I know those those that, yeah, those shoes have come back. But in every yeah. single scene, every single story shot had something fashionably created. Yes, yes. I have That's to true. say. That to, was to, so basically that she didn't waste a single shot. Yes, I have so to even say. when she pushed the table and all the stuff was playing like yes. yeah. and then and was the fact that slow motion as well. Yeah. And then and then I like, I like kaleidoscope. Yeah, you know yeah, where, she, where she was separated from the background and then yeah, she would yeah, rotate. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Kaleidoscope. okay, this is very mm. creative. So I so and then with the song, I was like, okay, this is R and B. However, I just didn't think it was. Sweet yes. R and B. I was like, it okay, was, it doesn't hit the the the, the you know the high levels of R and B that we know. Exactly, but because was, to me, it's not like a money uh, money longs R and B. Because money longs R and B is from hours and hours, and um, yes. that's one about switching. Um, what's it something? Mm-hmm. Um, she, there's a, there's another single that she has. Um, I know she has hours and hours. hours yeah, and she also has the um something switch something something some anyway yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, but. It's not as compelling and um, as immersive and as sweet and basically it doesn't give me that feeling of R&B that Money Long has. Yes. Though, even though Money Long still has some way to yes, go. Yes, she does. But I'm thinking it's a good try. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just I thought, so, okay, too. well done. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's difficult. Mm-hmm. Because R&B has a genre at this point in time because everything has been co-opted into this Amorphous bunch of could be hip hop, could it be pop, mm. could it be, you know. So R and B has found it very, very difficult to find its own feet. Mm. So and other yeah. people are doing well as well. Yeah, I agree. I thought it could be sweeter, but she mm. did the thing. Okay, so let's go into what we've watched. Um, so I'll do first. I'll let's do the feature presentation, like the fact that we saw a film together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we saw Wakanda Forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. which is the sequel to Black Panther. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Thoughts? <laughs> um, I'm gonna let you guys take this, by the way, because I just agree with what you said. Okay, so what I would say, right, and it's not meant with any disrespect, but white people, it's okay to say that it's not, it's not the best of movies. Yeah, it's okay to say it. Yeah. Um, I felt 
that it was not as good as the first movie. There were elements of it, like I think it's captured um, sadness and grief. sorrow and grief, grief very, yes. very well. Yeah. Um, obviously, because the lead Chad, Chadwick Boseman obviously died before this movie was made. I could also see... Uh, oh, um, certain people acted very well in it. Queen Ramona, who... Angela Bassett, Angela Bassett was yeah. excellent. Deny uh, Guerrero, I think, yes. which is Okoye. Gurai. was excellent. Lupita Nyongo. Lupita Nyongo as, God, Nakai. Nakia. 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 Excellent. And Letitia Wright. Yes. Right. Excellence um, as Shuri. What I would say is I feel that if you paid attention to the movie, which I'm sure you would have if you watch it, you can tell parts of the movie that felt like they were rewritten and wasn't fully thought out. Um, I also felt that there was an element of, you know how the first movie was a conversation, I felt it was a conversation about black people, Africans and African-Americans. This felt that it was a conversation both about grief and a little bit about brown and black people and colon- uh, colonizers as a whole, mm. right? And I think that's going to lead into the third movie. But we don't know what third movie is, but that's just my assumption. Mm. I enjoyed some of Black Panther for uh, Wakanda Forever. Mm. Some aspects frustrates me. After talking with Honey later, we felt that there were changes that they could actually make because some of it didn't make sense because I felt that they were shoehorning, without spoiling anything, shoehorning aspects of the story because of the death of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. On a whole, I think it's maybe a 7 out of 10 for me for the movie. So, um, for me, I think, yeah, I agree with you, Deji, that it felt that the conversation between um, black Africans and black Americans were being had in the first one. Mm. And in the second one, I think it was supposed to be black and the brown communities, which have been subject to colonization and just basically um, degrading treatment from the past and imperialism and all that. And that story would have made sense Mm. if Charlie Bogutman was still alive to be Black Panther. I think, to my mind, that the story could have... That that story could still happen, but I would have thought that that would be better as a third one. I think Mm. the interim one, based, unfortunately, on the tragic death of um, Chadwick Boseman, could be a story about an internal conversation in Wakanda. In Wakanda, I agree. In terms of, okay, how do we move on? How do we move past this? How do we move past the grief? Have we made how, the right decisions? Have we made the right decisions? Yeah. And also, we have a leader who's no longer here, who said we're going to now be open to the world. Mm. Is this what we you want? want to do. Mm. Yes. And then, to me, there needs to be an agreement in Wakanda in terms of how they're going to treat the world. Mm after this unveiling to yeah. the world. Yeah. That, I think, would have been the better story with the loss of Chadwick Boseman. And I don't think that maybe they had enough time to really think that through or they couldn't have enough perspective because sometimes when you have a narrative or you written a story, you're quite wedded to it. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to find a way to shoot on things to make that story work mm-hmm. as opposed to going, actually, how do we retool this? Because 
it will be an interesting way to actually understand what happens when there's a vacuum in leadership after a decision has been made that is so monumental for your country. Mm. And, um, and it's made by that leader. That made, that is, exactly. Yeah. So there's a leader. Mm. They make a big monumental decision. Then they're no longer there. Mm. And then there's some people who agree or disagree with mm. that decision. And then there's this power vacuum. How do you move on from that mm. to move to a new place? So now you can actually say, this is the voice of Wakanda. And then start having the black-brown conversations. Mm. I am actually less generous than you in terms of my rating. I'll say it's a 6 out of 10 for me. Okay. Mm. Um, I, I, I think that's yes, and I well. And I will also talk to our, you know, white brethren because they are the ones in the systems of power in the West and they're the ones that really hold up this industry. I think I would echo what you said in terms of there's nothing wrong with saying that um, this wasn't the best movie and being critical of it. But I think the criticism has to be with sensitivity to the fact that we don't generally have films, big yeah. films that represent black people. Yes. Yeah. But when you're talking about it, it's more about how the story can be enhanced yes. instead of tearing, tearing it down. down. I agree. Because that would be the better way yeah. to actually have the conversation if you're interested in people's sensitivities and you're trying to do it as a friend and an ally mm. as opposed to, you know, one of us will just try and want to just toss yeah, it in. Exactly. Like, yeah, so that's not very if you want to be thoughtful mm. about it, then mm. that would be the way I would um ask people to do it. So that's me. Okay. Um you guys are both we've had this discussion before. Um you both echoed what I what I thought about the movie. I didn't think it was great. Unfortunately I wanted it to be great, but it wasn't. Um there are a lot of weaknesses and weak parts. I think Overall, I did enjoy it, um, and I'm glad it's out there. It just needs there's things that just need to be improved, and I'm not gonna go over exactly. Mm. What but what said. I loved, but, what yeah, I there was absolutely something I to say as well. loved, mm. is that there is a massive, massive blockbuster mm-hmm. that is black female led. Yes, mm. yes. and it that. is dark skin black female led. Yes. Yeah, that is what I love about it the most. Yes. Mm. because a lot of the time, the people who are used to represent black women are not black women, they're yeah. mixed race women. Yes. Yes. I'm not saying there's no space in the in um in blackness for black mixed race women. I'm just saying that as in black mixed race women will not be able to represent accurately the life experiences of a white blonde woman. Then by the same token you can't use a mixed race black woman to represent the um the feelings and the life experiences of darker skinned black women mm. i just think that's something to take into account it's not that oh you don't you can't sit with us it's just the fact that there's a myriad of experiences and everyone has a right to have people who look like them tell their own stories and i did think that this was one of the few times i've actually seen people who look like me mm. and i'm going to say that particularly personally to me telling stories of people who look like me and and, and, and it was faithful to that exactly yeah. and that i felt um was really, really valid to my feelings. Mm. I, I didn't feel like I was invalidated. Mm. Mm. And I can imagine young young girls who need the validation and the representation much more than me going, oh my goodness, yeah, I could be on the big screen. I could be doing this. These stories are stories that can inspire me from the STEM aspects in terms of you know science, yeah. technology, all those things. Really, really, I, mm. I just... That really 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 resonated with me and actually made me feel quite emotional you know because we can rule countries too we can i do and i'll say this for something really positive because one thing i took away from from every frame of that film not only is it beautiful 
the styling and the wardrobe mm. like, oh my concepts. goodness because i actually went to yeah look at it afterwards i'll be shocked if there's not an oscar who's ruth carter ruth carter because she got the oscar for black panther mm. and yeah, she, i think she's gonna get the oscar again i think she, because yeah. the styling was incredible mm. i wanted to do it two things that i was like i want to know what that is mm. one there was a dress that denied wore, which was gray but it was like a sweater thing but I don't know. It was very intricate. I was like, where is that from? <laughs> what is that? And then the suits, not like the sports suit that Shuri okay, war, and yeah. Denai wore when mm. they went to, uh, yeah, yeah, to yeah, campus. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what is that? And like, she actually went to Adidas and designed something there. Oh, wow. That was custom made. Wow. And what she, is the Queen's clothing I like? Because you know me, my African I love Oh, I love everything she wore, the dignity, the bearing, yeah. the rhythmness. I was like, I want that. I know. <laughs> the Winnie Mandela um, yeah. crown. Yeah. It, oh. it, I just thought the, the, the wardrobe was just top tier yeah. Absolutely. for me. Better than any like um, costume drama, oh, period and, drama. And just to add as well, the other people, because we can't really say, I don't know how much people oh, know, yeah. but the other people... She did that too. Yeah, it was amazing. She did, she, she did all that too. Uh, so, she went to study uh, that particular culture's mm, <laughs> you know, history mm, and created everything. everything that woman is a genius. I know, mm. I know. And but then, yeah. oh, then I also want to say, obviously, this is for anyone who is keeping count, this is the first time in a Marvel movie that they mentioned the mutants. Yes. Um, that's yes. all I'm going to say. And so I am excited for what's going to be happening in the future. And also, I think, uh, obviously, people know that Riri Williams is in this. Um, I'm not excited by the fact that they literally did Iron Man 1 in a very short form in this movie. Mm. They actually did that. There wasn't a need for that. But they ended it in a way that they can almost reboot her again in our series. Mm. Which is... I, I question that, to be frank. Mm. I, I don't like the way they introduced Riri. Exactly. Like, some of it I like, I, some of it I I have always had an issue with how Marvel treats black characters. I've always said this, that... For instance, we don't need to know whether, um, we don't generally know how the economic circumstances of all the white Marvel characters. But when we actually talk about the black Marvel characters, if it's the new Captain America from, um, mm -hmm. oh yeah, they couldn't get a loan. And mm -hmm. I'm going, okay, hold on a minute. I don't know about Bucky's situation. Is Bucky even getting paid? Mm -hmm. But they're showing them as poor. Riri as well, oh yes, working with my dad as a mechanic, didn't have that much money. I'm going... I don't like this narrative that black people were always poor, were always put upon. I, I don't like that because what it creates is a kind of mindset that means we're always looking to triumph, mm. overcome, mm. be resilient. I'm going, yeah, we too can be sports being fed chocolates in our little luxury apartment somewhere. You don't need to explain where the money is coming from because you've never explained where all everyone else's money, money is coming from. from. I absolutely agree. So I, I, I just don't mm. like that. It makes me really uncomfortable and I just don't want to see struggle, struggle be the our narrative every, every single, single time. time. There's space for struggle, there's space for luxury, there's space for being middle class, there's space for being a geek, and no one even knows your money situation. So please, let's let's broaden it to base Marvel. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, just to say, Hawkeye, new Hawkeye, is rich. 
I mean, we don't. We know her. She doesn't have to be rich. Uh, thank you. We know her mom is a criminal, but no one is actually counting money in her pockets. So you know, it's <laughs> it's very irritating. Yeah. Yes. It is. Yeah. It is. Mm. Okay. Uh, do you want to go into the other stuff that you've watched? Yes. So um, okay. So I will go through. Usually what I normally do, I'll go through what I did and mm. then swipe into something mm. that Honey and I did. So I am halfway through God of War Ragnarok. Woo! I cannot talk anymore about it. Yep. Mo knows what I'm talking about because she's watching. The story is fun. Fin- this is one of yeah. okay. So normally I always watch you mm. when you play your games. Mm. That I'm, I'm a gamer, but I'm a gamer with a small G. <laughs> <laughs> he is a gamer with a big, big G. G. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things to watch him playing video games. But they've not been any compelling stories of late, mm, as far mm, as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this Ragnarok one, I'll be looking, doing something, then I walk up, I'm like, ah. <laughs> Odin is a dick. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, do you want to know the story? Yeah. We'll put down the pad, tell me the story, like, oh my god. Yeah. Mm. Then I'll watch again. And, you know, really, really compelling story for yeah. God of War Ragnarok. And, and yeah. obviously, I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but yeah, it's a very good story. And... It's going. It's going. It's going. It's going. So it's when going. I finish that, I will definitely talk about that. Then I listened to, with a bit of disappointment, Asake, Mr. Money with a Vibe album. Mm. And? and it's not like the singles. And isn't it somewhat repetitive? The yes. Album? Yeah. Ah, Very repetitive. Also, you listen to it as well. I, I had a bit of two, three. Then I was like, okay, I can't do it. Yeah, I, I just couldn't. And so it, it reminds me what I've complained about before with Wyclef Jean. And that's uh, Carnival. Oh, right. Where the singles I've had this for 20 yes. years, people. But the album it's is... not great. That's what it felt like uh, to me. So you so. feel that almost every single was a remix? Almost. Yeesh. Yeesh. Okay. Not great. So just buy the singles then. Honestly. Mm. Right? Okay. Then into what Honey and I uh, have watched. So the first one, which my shock to pay bits, we watched Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Already? Yes. It is came it out. out. Yep. It came out. When? It came, I think, it came out on Friday. Oh, okay. Like very... That's two days ago. <laughs> now, it's not very long. Okay. Actually, it's not actually very uh, 44 long. 44 minutes. 44 minutes. Mm. Um, I'm not going to... Trash! Spo- I'm not going to spoil anything. Uh, honey said it's trash. Yeah, it's only good to learn two new things. That's it. I will tell you this. Right? It is so... I feel I actually wasted my life watching this. I am so <laughs> fucking annoyed that i was compelled to watch this because i'm a marvel completist and i need to know what the story is and why i say marvel completist agents of shield does not count mm. in humans doesn't count mm. so yeah for people who want to start um, having arguments yeah i want that oh no you. yeah just say MC, mcu universe and I'll so mcu so i just felt really really disappointed it's such a poor story really there, this is the only thing i would say there were only there were only the only two things that I liked, or that is redeems some of it, not the whole thing for me, is the two information that you get, which, to be honest, could have been done in the movie. And the singing at the end, well, actually, and at the, the beginning, two, two of the songs yeah, the I thought were good. But good. it doesn't need for four minutes. The movie could have been five minutes. And they could have done it as a cartoon. Uh, and they could have, yes, I'll have, I think it would have been better as a cartoon. It was, I'm not really sure why they did it because I don't think it's successful in what it thinks it's doing. But I think Apple, won't, oh, sorry, Disney won Christmas content, maybe. Yeah. And they thought they could do but like a Charlie like Brown said, Christmas thing. Like you said, it could have been a cartoon. 
Yeah, easily but, a cartoon. Yeah, but they were there they on set. They were like, we could knock this out. So, yeah, I, I was very disappointed by it. Then okay. the other thing uh, where we started watching, we've mm-hmm. watched halfway through, is Wednesday. Oh, how's that? On Netflix. Netflix. That so far. I, I really like it. Okay, I mean, we, we binge watched half. Yes, okay. we binge watched four episodes. Four episodes. Oh, okay, okay. So, right. to me, I, like, I would describe it as it's, it has elements of Sabrina. Yes. Mm-hmm. Elements, elements of, of a, obviously the Adams family. Yes, elements of the whodunits. Mm. Yeah, no and way. it's like any. It's, yeah, so basically, pretty little liars. If that's what you're thinking, mm. a bit. Um. Yeah, it's look. They've just decided. Okay, we'll have another teenage girl. Okay, this great. There's some very I good act, act, actors in this uh, and actresses in it. Mm. I think the the lead titular she's very good. Mm. Um, I think there's another girl that we that is very very good yeah there's some really good pockets of really good actors and actresses in it okay. and and it's 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 generally enjoyable i'm actually i think she's really carrying the show uh mm. jenna ortega mm. she's pretty good as wednesday okay. but i think the best wednesday is still christina, christina Ricci. i'm sorry and you're right i'm sorry i think uh, so basically for um, the parents so the parents so morticia is catherine's decision yes. and i think um is it louis gonzalez guzman is um what's his name oh um, my goodness uh, uh, gomez. Go- gomez 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 yes and louis guzman was wrongly cast he and with him even being so badly cast you would have thought that he would try to 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 to, to bring Raul Julia's yes no birth. no um what do you call it? charisma uh, look without 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 this is my Latin spirit <laughs> this is this is no. my feeling my feeling when I watch it is that I think Catherine Zeta is better when he's not in frame yes. Mm. They need to recast him. He's not yeah, good. He's not good. He he he's dropping the whole quality of this thing. What I also say, mm. by the way, that I didn't mention is the thing is perfectly done. Yes. Yeah, it's the same guy. Okay, it's the same guy. Mm. Perfectly done, mm. and I love the way that they really lean on the Latino mm. heritage of that family because okay. some people may wrongly feel like they're white or something mm, but no, i love but the you can be yes but you can be white and latino Senior. so let's not yeah i mean because we have i know Anglo-Saxon. twitter goes Anglo-Saxon. so i know that um you know so maybe not waspy yeah <laughs> yeah so but i i can because twitter has a lot of comments about this and stuff and we don't know that much about thingy because when we talk about afro latinos and stuff like that mm, okay, so fine, the, okay fine. but the fact is the culture, maybe mm. not racial. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the culture. culture, yeah, the culture. Okay, the culture. Because I was going to watch it. I yeah. No, I, yeah, I do. I think it's. I mm. think it's good. And the reason why it's good to watch it now is because it's not really Christmassy. You could watch it during Christmas, oh, but okay. actually, this so period yeah, is good to watch it because yeah. of kind of how it's dark. It's not quite Christmas yet, and mm. Halloween has just happened. It's a good time to watch it. I okay. think. I, okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. It's really, okay. really What else? Am I missing something else? Yes. That's something that we should have talked as one of our main Well you things. see the reason I don't want to talk about Love is Blind it's is because no no in terms of digging into it is because I just feel that I always say this if I'm supposed to take this seriously as an experiment for people who want to find true love. Mm-hmm. And settle down with each other. This is not it. If people want uh, um, a story, they want a show like this that mm-hmm. is compelling enough to give you the drama, 
but then you get what you want out of it, get in contact with me. I'll tell you what you need to do. You'll get the drama, but you'll also get the whole, the wholesomeness, the uplifting story at the end. Mm. And even if the story doesn't even turn out to be um, a love story, everyone who's come on that journey will feel better for it. That's what it is. It makes me feel really icky and disgusting. Disgusting every time I watch a lot of these shows. Mm. That's the thing. I want to root for people and I want them to find love. And I want to go on that journey with them. Love is Blind isn't doing it for me. Love is Blind is finding people for me to hate. That is not what I want to spend my time doing. So, but I do so, think... Hold on, hold on. So we're here first, guys. If you want to get in contact with Honey, on the, on the notes, you see our email address. is popgrampodcast at gmail.com. I'm serious. You know, we're taking, we're taking bits. You know what I'm saying? All right, move on, books. But I would just say that there will always be an element of disappointment when humans are involved. There are people that you root for, but then actually... Look at Nancy. There are people that yeah. you root for, but they do things and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. But that's oh. the thing, I'm still rooting for now. Oh yeah, I'm still rooting for her, but I'm yeah. saying that there will but, always yeah. be yeah. an element yeah. of disappointment. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, so I would say mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the show. Mm. I actually agree with Honey. I, I actually agree because... You know, there are even, some things they should be done. I agree with her. Because we discussed this yeah. in detail several times and mm-hmm. I feel honestly that... Because there are also some rules that I found out later that Netflix have about when they do get married and they cannot get divorced. Like, there's some things that are in the way. And uh, there were some decisions made, particularly in the... What's the last show called? In the reunion. In the reunion that show. I don't like. Um, some decisions made about certain characters, whether they want to talk about it or not talk about it. Mm. It, it was the most entertaining love... I, I love love is blind. Love is blind. I was almost going to say Island. Love is blind. One I've watched, but it is very problematic. Very. And right now there's a situation because I don't want to spoil for anyone's word. A situation about two, uh, one couple that is very worrying. Mm. That could still have real world connotations, like consequences, and consequences yeah. uh, depending on what happens over the next couple of months. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, okay. it's bittersweet. And then for me, last thing, mm. I've been reading a book called All About Love by Bell Hooks. Mm. Really, 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 really good book. And um, she's a black feminist author. But what's interesting about it, and the reason I decided I wanted to read it, was because I was trying to understand what we mean by love. Not in terms of we care for each other or any of those things, but what we mean by love, really. And when we look to have it in relationships, either romantically or through friendships, what does that mean? What does that show up as? And the care sometimes we need to take with each other, how we handle each other. And because I'm, I'm particularly tone deaf sometimes to handling people with care, so I just really wanted to understand it a lot better and also learn to be a more loving person. But not only that, being able to receive love. You know, so I've not finished reading it, but I think it's a really, really good book. It's written without any esoteric language. Okay. It's written very much from the perspective of, you know, not a self-help book, but more a self-reflective book. Oh. You know, from how you give love to children, how you ex- how you show up as an adult in children's life and their understanding of love, and how your foundation of love as a child can actually affect you as a grown-up, mm. how honesty to is part of love, or how do you navigate a patriarchal world as a woman who wants love and a man who wants love, but men are raised in a way to make them not desire love, 
in the way that is true and pure. So that's what I'm reading at the moment. And it's really eye-opening to me. I'm having to flick back and read again to really, truly understand. Because I think one is to be really open mm. to understanding love, human emotions, and empathizing with people's stories to really get it. But I'm reading that at the moment and I'm enjoying it. Interesting. Okay. And sorry, but I always forget one more thing I did listen to or listen to, but it's a book. No, it's not a book. It's um, Alan Partridge's season <laughs> two from The Host House. Love Alan Partridge. Uh, you liked it. It's your favorite. I yes. love it because I just love Alan Partridge. And he did season one during COVID. And it was fucking hilarious. The podcast? It was a, yeah, he, he, it's Alan Patrick's portrait, podcast. Oh. But you know he's an asshole. Yeah, he goes in character. So he is in character. And it was very, towards the end, it was actually very emotional. And why I like this is that, imagine someone who mistakenly did something good about his life that people reacted to the podcast shit but he did something happened mm. and people reacted well to it and then he wants to monetize it so he's got a big head now that mm. oh and because and also he breaks the fourth wall because mm. he also includes um what do you call it uh, audible uh. and how he's pushing back an audible that I know. <laughs> like it's very interesting how he does the podcast pushing back audible. he's an asshole and then he he it doesn't quite in terms of the real writing he doesn't have the same pathos as the one because he tried to do something towards the end as well it's has some feels but not as much as the first season mm. but it almost follows the theory but he goes a bit more crazy because he's a little bit more creative so he does stingers like he's, he's making <laughs> he's adding shit that makes it feel like oh this is a bb production as a podcast like it's very crazy yeah. but it's very funny i really enjoyed it okay because you're an alan partridge I know. because i actually was reading an article in the newspaper where someone was going is alan partridge done because the person was yes, actually about talking about well. it in terms of, do we still have space for that? Because it now feels less parody and more, this is what some men are turning into. Yes, yes. I agree. Because actually, there's a level, there's a, there, Alan Partridge now, I know, is right wing. And he says some things, he doubles down some, some things that are actually uncomfortable. Because he's now feeling like, okay, it's not a parody anymore. It feels like this is what some people are. Yes. yes. Because and that's make, uh, makes it, and it almost feels that because you're laughing about it, it's not making it more acceptable and normalizing it. No, it's still a joke okay. because the way it, it's a very fine line. He's walking the fine line of telling you, Alan Partridge is not the kind of person that you sh- will be a, your friend, but he puts it in a ridiculous enough scenario that it makes you realize that. People could actually be like this. But that is what is scary because it could normalize it. Yeah. Because I always say this thing and a lot of people may not. Okay. So I'm not saying because some idiots may listen to this and go, oh, she wants to cancel Alan Partridge. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there are a lot of negative behaviors that have been normalized now that has meant that we've moved further to the right and when I say further to the right, I don't mean it from a political perspective. I mean it more culturally in terms of things like fascism, racism, mm. misogyny. In terms of, and I call it right to be respectful as opposed to the wrong side of history. Yeah, yeah. And that's why there's some cultures, like when we talk about insult culture, that some people, because it's still, it's misogyny. There's a part of, there's a paternalistic misogyny that we used to live with. Mm-hmm. That was still negative, 
but not as virulent. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that it's becoming a bit more virulent yeah, now. No, I so understand. how comfortable? No, no, no. The yeah, way it's, the way it's written, like a gateway drug. The way it's yes. written and the way it's done is like he's the only one with those. It's hard to explain. So he's an oddity. Yes. So he's 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 making he's pointing at he's to a bit too maybe he's so he's living left. a cancelled life. Yes. Mm. Yes. And he's moaning about it. And the fact or, that he feels and he's like looking at for society. People, yes, and he's looking for people who are like him. Right, I see. Right? So so this it's been written in a way like, okay, you are the odd one here. But it still makes well, you think. Still exist in society. Yes. Mm. You can think, okay, this could exist. It's a very interesting because this is the most pol- no not political. What's the social commentary he's made mm. about the character that I was like, oh, he's giving he filled him. He filled in Alan Patrick more in this podcast. But most people knew he was. Mm. But it's, it's the they fact suspe- that yeah, yeah, they yeah, suspected yeah. he was. But I, I always find that interesting because there's sometimes I always go... And this is something that is a discussion for another time and maybe for people on Twitter and things like that. I always go, how far do I want to go in supporting freedom of speech, freedom of thought before it becomes fascism mm. i'm going okay so mm. where is the line where's the line between you can say what you want what you feel before it goes into hate speech mm. and all those other things mm. it's mm. just it's a very interesting thing so yeah. we've been delaying you go on yes because she, you know she does a lot mm. no, 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 no i'm sure she's got a binder full of stuff <laughs> No, no, no. I'll just have three main things I've watched. So I'll start something I've read. So I'm reading at the moment. I haven't mentioned this at all. But I think because I've got to chapter 85, I thought I might as well mention I'm reading this okay. I'm reading a webtoon called One Hour Romance. It's by the writer of um, There's Something Wrong with, uh, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Mm-hmm. It's second oh, okay. Yeah. It's about um, a team manager, it's a lady, who swaps uh, bodies with her um employee for an hour every day after she's cursed by a monk <laughs> of course okay. it is hilarious okay they bought the tv rights to it so I'm what's the name the, of the web to one hour romance wow okay i am waiting for the drama <laughs> it's good to be a million cast in my head <laughs> it is hilarious but she's she's dragging this thing man not drag it's good it's still good but 85 (laughs) i'm like lady (laughs) you know (laughs) let's get there (laughs) but i think she's aiming for 100 at the moment um but it's pretty good i'm enjoying it so far it's kim kim myung is the name of the writer um but yeah basically who wrote the lady who wrote um what's wrong with secretary kim for the reference point for everybody else but yeah i'm reading that at the moment still in that still in that deep hopefully we're going to finish it early next year um i watched <laughs> pepsi where's my jet that documentary oh my god really yes i did i watched it and all i could think about I thought was... I, the trailer was all i needed to hear <laughs> yes all, all i thought about was yeah honey be pissed <laughs> Because it was very ad nonsense in the sense of, I thought that, yeah, this is something I've heard Honey saying ad nonsense before in terms of, what the fuck are these people doing? So, you know the story? Yeah, well, I don't know if Honey knows. I know the story. Okay, so, in the 90s, because I heard, you know when you hear something in, like, you you feel tendrils, like, I heard about this Mm -hmm. when I was younger, but not really. Mm. So... In the 90s, there was a campaign that Pepsi was doing where you collect Pepsi points mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to get gifts, yes. like mm. exchange for a hat or a pencil or whatever. 
And in the ad, they did for it to like, yeah, 20 No, one times. of the ads. One, one of, of the ads, one of the ads. The only ad they did for it, actually. Mm. Like, oh, you know, you want a Pepsi hat, it's 20 points, 20 points on the screen. If you want a Pepsi denim jacket, 50 points. And then they're like, oh, even, and it's like, oh, and you can even get a Pepsi jet, and no, a Harrier jet. So a guy was going to, basically, he's like, he was sitting in a school, you can see the, the kids with the different Pepsi merch, and then you see a kid arrive in school in a Harrier jet. And they're like, this is 7 million points. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did anyone calculate this beforehand? No. Okay. So a kid... <laughs> decided, oh, I want yeah, that jet. This kid, this guy said, actually, Todd Hoffman was like, I think it's doable. I'm going to get the jet because it said the seven million points. There's no disclaimer, nothing. Because, I, but that's the thing. I because <laughs> I'll be thinking even if I didn't have a disclaimer, I would have already come up with an out. No, we're driving, dropping you in school in a Harrier jet. <laughs> that's what happened with this case. So anyway, continue. yeah. But if only Pepsi did that. But he basically, long and short of it, he got. I'm not going to spoil it, but he went on a a mission, a mission to get the jet. Mm. And he found out. I'll just say this as well. He found out that. To if you couldn't, if you were able to get all the points, there was a program where you could also buy points. Yes, and I'll leave it there. Yes, that's where his investor slash best friend comes in. Yeah, and yeah, and 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 just to add, and it's Pepsi's reaction. Pepsi, and it's now a a court case that law students study. Mm. Yeah, because I would <laughs> you put all the disclaimer, <laughs> and if you had the reasons for the bullshit, for the reasons why they did the others, like. Really, but some of this maybe because I don't know, I see everything as a race now, but I couldn't help thinking about race when I was watching this. I felt a lot of it was very white privilege, mm. yes, I agree. Because the man was able, he and his friend, first of all, his friend is, um, I don't think it was his friend, I think I don't I, think I'll he say knew both. him. No, I'm, no, he they became friends, yeah, but he didn't know him initially. Oh, I didn't know him initially, they're yeah. best friends now, yeah, but I'm saying. That his best friend that came as investor. That guy was able to help him invest because he came from a rich family. What he did in his spare time was climbing mountains. It seemed like a very white male problem. It got to a point where I felt that at this point, a black person was just going, I'm just going to leave it and just continue my life. But it felt very much like this is old to me. Mm. Mm. I have the yeah, resources. Sense of entitlement. Yes. I have the resources to fight this because of where I am and so why don't I just buy Twitter? Let me just do it. It's, <laughs> it seems it seems like he, he doesn't keep, the guy doesn't come across as a bad guy. You know, I'm not saying it, but I'm just saying that there there's a level the of privilege yeah, that yeah. I felt that okay, you had the resources to go for this fight because of who you are. Oh uh, yeah, mm. and to be honest, is this that important? Exactly. In the grandest scheme of things, and all the energy expended. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because you want to prove, you want Maybe. to, you want to say you were wrong. I'm right. I'm right. Mm. Yeah. I could see why they continued the end because of Pepsi didn't make the right decisions. I'll but obviously, mm. I can understand but, because then it becomes, oh, where is David and Goliath? Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> but then I heard that phrase so many times. And then sometimes I'm like, is it really though? There's still people in your country who don't get clean water. Mm. Yeah. So, so yeah. why yeah. should I? Yeah, I, but I get what you mean. Mm. But I felt it was too long. Um, I think it's about four episodes. It could have been. I thought it could have been one or two. One or it could two. have been an email. <laughs> it could be one or two episodes. The documentary style was interesting mm. um, because they're telling the story. I mean, this guy I think is now in his fifties, 
Um, but and they'll use sometimes his teenage self talking to the camera because they'll use um I don't oh, know okay. you know effects and stuff. So the style was very like okay. oh we're gonna tell this wacky story. <laughs> um, but it was I just felt it could have been shorter. Okay. Um, and then I watched um, Blood, Sex, and Money. Which is a Tudor documentary series, and you know me. Tudors on where? Yeah, because he's Netflix. obsessed with the Tudors. Same is on Netflix. Came out this week. How many episodes? So it's three episodes. And, and one it's hour called, each. Uh, yeah, about yeah. Oh, okay. Am I watching yeah. this? Who is yes. It? So it's, it's a, a docu series. Oh. So it's like, did you watch? Because I got introduced to the Tudors through David Starkey. Uh-huh. Who had this series on Channel Four, mm-hmm. where he would tell the st- you know give you the story to camera, but they will have you know actors playing the story reenactments. Like, and yeah. reenactments. This is how this is like. Okay. However, they put a modern spin on it. Okay. So the characters. So this um, series is about the Bowling Girls, mm-hmm. and I'm fascinated by Anne Boleyn. So I went to say, okay, let's see how they go tell the story. Um, so they have Anne breaking the fourth wall, talking to the director to the camera, but in modern speak. Is it blood, sex, and royalty? Yes, blood, is oh. it blood, sex, and royalty? I thought it was blood, sex, and money. Yeah, blood, sex, and royalty. Yes. That's three. Yes, that's three, three episodes. episodes. Mm. Um, and it's it's modern in the sense of there was even the music used, and it works. Mm. It works. It's just sometimes as they cheer their peers, they're like, ooh, okay. <laughs> but you get used to it. Like them playing trap music while she and her sister are going off to oh, yeah, wow. an orgy that Prince and King Louis is doing. It's, it's like, okay, but it's, it's still well done. Okay. Um, the only thing I, I would not knock it down points for after you get used to the whole modern stuff is the story. Now, I've, I think that there should be a more concise, more comprehensive story of the whole bowling saga. Mm-hmm. Like I've watched in the David Starkey one, he concentrated more on Anne and not really on Mary. In the movie, the other bowling girl, they kind of referred a bit to Mary, but was mostly about the Anne. The Tudors. But I, even in the Tudors, they don't really concentrate on Mary. Like on this, they talk about Mary a lot because it's one of both Mary's sisters. the first one, right? Yeah, but you know, Mary like did some shenanigans. Before oh, okay, she actually okay, got okay, married, okay, she okay, was sleeping okay. with married yeah, men, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And they did that in this, but they didn't talk a lot about Catherine of Aragon. I know it's called the Boleyn Girls, mm. but the fact that they accused, she accused Catherine of Aragon of you know, sleeping around mm. and not being a virgin before she married. And in the movie, they have this really great... Um, they really told her story quite well. So I wish it was more, they were giving us more, but of course... Because they're always the Boleyn Girls, we're going to just concentrate on their story, mm. kind of. Um, but it was... It was good. It was enjoyable, you know, because I like anything about the Tudors. So I was like, yeah, I'll watch this. And I think younger kids who are, um, the way I got switched to the Tudors when I was listening to watching David Stark, he might be switched to, um, to Tudors watching this. Okay. Because they'd be like, shit, did that actually happen? Mm. And the way they ended up like, oh, her kid was Ma- um, Elizabeth, who then became Elizabeth the first. Mm. You know, like, what, snap, really? <laughs> but it was good. It was interesting. Um, and just a quick disclaimer, just because we watched David Stark doesn't mean we agree with this. No, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> he's an asshole, actually. Thank you for saying that. I finally finished the cake. Um, you've watched. You've been watching the decay. I know. Still. Been watching it. Ah, the one we finished. Yes, the one you finished. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Did you like the winner? 
I no, 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 I didn't no, like the winner. No, I didn't. Same, I didn't like the winner. No, so it's not just me. I did not like. No, Andrew. he no. just. I didn't like Andrew at all. Uh, uh, yeah. I want April to win. Yeah. Because I found him April. a bit. Yeah. Up himself. Yes. Yes. Snooty, arrogant, Bent, and really. Yeah. Up himself, yeah. and I was just kind of like, yeah, you just yeah. have bad vibes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. That's just not just me then. Yeah, that's what I watched. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I watched. Well, you're not reading it, another book. Oh, I'm still reading Hat Principle. Okay. I'm still reading it. I'm still reading it. I'm still... When I finish it, I'll finish it by next week. I had to say, I didn't read at all this week at all. Mm. But yeah, that's all. Um, okay, so wow, this is our penultimate episode because the last next episode is our last one of the year. Yes, it is. Yes. yes. This year has gone by so fast. When I started this year, I was telling someone that, oh gosh, this year started off as a marathon. Uh, sorry, as a sprint, not a marathon. Yes. And to be to be frank, I feel I have been in a sprint the whole year. Mm-hmm. There's yes. never been like any downtime. Mm-hmm. And I think next year, I, I might want to take downtime. I don't know. Mm-hmm. By the time we sure. record our next one, we may be going, okay, guys, we may not be back until... I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying to, to get you guys going because there are a few people who will be sending us texts <laughs> going, so, I know. Like, where's props. the podcast? <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, I'm sorry. I know some of you may be listening and going, they have their text. Well, yes, if you're special, you get our text. If I you know. are our correspondents, you get our, our numbers so you can text. But for everyone else, rate a review, go on to Twitter, go on to, yeah, well, Twitter or Instagram. Instagram, Instagram. yeah. Instagram podcast um, is our handle for Twitter and um, Instagram as well. And oh, and obviously, you guys will have already noticed the shiny three new feeds. Um, so Leveling up. Podgram is now its own feed. And um, uh, uh, Ad Nonsense has its own feed. Nigerian News has its own feed. And I see you out there, those people who actually go on the Nigerian News feed. I see you guys. <laughs> you should be eating everything, not just one. Because to be frank, even though Popgram has been going on Lanubgar, um, Nigerian News is our most popular one. Yeah, yeah, and, it is. And also. And I we're not say, bitter. And, no, and I would say yeah. this as well. There's a lot of people who wanted to watch and uh, listen to ad nonsense on its own because, it's coming because no it, it, yeah, yeah but it's on its own, it's on its own because now. now it's you own said. feed it's because i know it was very hard to find it in yeah, between the one feed it's yearly. and obviously it's, and yearly. it's yearly. yeah yeah and some people have said it's really good so have yeah, a we look. have a lot of ad nonsense fans out yeah, there yeah exactly and you'll be happy to know that we'll be recording a new episode of ad nonsense yep coming coming, coming in december coming and we're now also going to be curating the videos on youtube so if you want to mm. see the videos that we saw that's that correct. were actually cu- um that we're critiquing you yes. can watch along yes yes that's correct um mm. it will start from last year's um, so last year's I have that I'm going to be putting all the information anyway on the podcast mm. and all that so you can watch last year's and you can watch this year's coming up soon I can't wait to see what Kevin the character is up to this year <laughs> this time he needs to have been chopped and boiled we'll see we'll see what happens <laughs> thank you hun thank you Mo thank you Deji thank you Mo thank you everyone thanks bye